Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's Middays with Marcus Maven. Well, actually, welcome back to the unofficial ESPN Louisville 93.9 basketball postgame show. Again, I have to go out of my way to call it the unofficial, being that we have two of the best in Bob Valvano and Paul Rogers who handled the official duties of the postgame show. Everyone knows it's 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 the sports part of me that just have, feels the need to have an <clears throat> sorry about that have an individual post game show so I get to go through all of my little individual uh, uh, nooks and crannies. Not a lot of game left in the season, and everybody knows every individual season is its is its own. You have your. You have your player growth, you have your staff growth, you have, you know, the 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 peaks and valleys of a season. And again, I only I only get a chance to really do this about 30 times a year to just go into a deep dive on my Louisville basketball team. So this is one of those opportunities that I do want to take advantage of. But first, 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 before we go any further, I have to take a second. And give a huge shout out, a big time thank you to one of our newest partners. Give a special thanks to one of the newest members of the team, Kentuckiana Pump Sales. People for every home, building, business, or municipality that all rely on the movement these pumps provide. The moment you need a water or sewage pump, you should be thinking Kentuckiana Pump Sales. They're like our first responders or essential personnel. Over 35 years of experience, best service, fairest possible price, and it's right over in Jeffersonville, Indiana. People, go see Harold or go see Mark, and they'll find out exactly what you need. Utility, sump, affluent, grinder, sewage, anything you need. 3303 Industrial Parkway. Jeffersonville, Indiana, of course, or you can give them a call 812-725-9217 or simply visit KentuckyAnnaPumps.com. Five always seems like a nice rounded number. Uh, I can't promise I'll get to all five in both sections, but I will do the best I can. Um, I, you know, I like to use that that five number, that nice rounded five number to kind of give you, you know, my, my five positive takeaways, my five negative takeaways. One, one, some of these seem to get a little bit longer than some of the other ones, but you understand how that goes, good people. Um, 
yeah, just some, some things, you know, just uh, I, I get generally excited about some things and some things I just have to go on my full get off my lawn uh, type rant. So here's where I want to start today. And, and, and again, maybe I will go back and forth uh, uh, to keep it from being a total, you know, a, a total positive uh, uh, show or a total negative show. I'll jump around and kind of see what comes out of it. Number, let's see, number one, number one. I know I hit on some of this the first hour, but we're just going to call this a complete separate, you know, just individual basketball post game show from my notes, you know, from from the game, you know, the, the, the multiple times I've already watched it. Hell, by the way. Yes, hell, by the way. It's, it wasn't that bad. I mean, I mean, watching it in the detail wasn't that bad. It's the, knowing the result is what makes it just, just the worst. Um, but so we're going to do that. Let's start off. I think I, I, I have to pick a positive, right? I have to start off with one of my positives. And I'm sure people knew. If you listen to the show the last couple of days, I'm sure you knew where the first positive was going to go. You guessed it. Sky Clark. Sky Clark and Sky Clark's shooting. Yes. I'm going to say it over and over again. And good sir. It's okay to call. It's okay to text. It's okay to say, you know what, Maven? The, the, the Sky Clark conversation that we had, this is why we listen to you. This is why when you just run and, 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 and you run and scramble and try to find, well, Sky Clark in the second half, when he's shooting going to the left, He's a 25%. This is why you listen to me. When I say the qualities, the good parts of Sky Clark's game, he can stroke it. Excuse me one second, people. Pause. Sky Clark can shoot the basketball. Sky Clark, when Sky Clark gets a good setup shot or when Sky Clark knows that he's going to attack, he can really shoot the ball. He elevates. He has great form. And according to Sky Clark's history, he is an absolute gym rat, just a monster in the gym. We've talked about is is his you know workouts with Bronny and Gilbert Arenas and and again he's been doing this and he's been a household name. Sky Clark can absolutely torch the basketball when he's confident. Um, and again, when I explain to you, he's in a situation a lot of times where he doesn't get the chance to give a really good look. <coughs> he um. Those shot clock, late shot clock situations where the ball just had just ends up right in his hands and he has to force a shot. You know, when when we're not getting any offense and we're not getting a lot of rotation and he has to force a shot. Like all those add up on your stats. But when you watch him get a clean look, he breathes right, 
he, he his, his takeoff his um his feet his feet stay you know in, in a nice planet you know planet spark he lands in the same place he takes off at from the shooting you know in the shooting department again every okay every part of the praise and criticism is all always of course going to fall back at the feet of the head coach and the coaching staff I mean that's just the you know that's just the unavoidables. So all my positives, you know, you can you can you can respond at the end of every positive with why isn't it being more effective? Or you can just say, okay, this is a this is a positive part of our roster. This is a part of our roster. Uh, another part of the show we can discuss utilization of the roster, and that's what the rest of the basketball talk talk uh, can be about. But as for just simply enjoying. Sky Clark being on his team, shooting the ball. Me personally, like I said, he didn't have a a great start to the season. Um, I think there can be a lot uh, to help him get you know get better looks and be in a position to get better looks. But he, like I said, you you if things started clicking for this team, if you had the right situation, you could really really depend on Sky Clark to put up some big time numbers. Um, that's that's. One, that's one positive, unavoidable takeaway. And yes, I told you he could shoot. Let's go to the negative side. When you when you go to the game, I'm gonna lump I'm gonna lump two negatives in together. That really, that really, I think they go hand in hand. They're two separate negatives, but you, you'll you'll get where I'm going. Just uh, a negative takeaway. Eight for 16 free throws. Somebody somebody um asked me about this team shooting. And this what kind of kind of I don't want to say irritated me. It, it, okay, I irritated myself when thinking about the shooting. This is not an eight for 16 free throw shooting team. Emmanuel is not a great free throw shooter. Um, he can he can he can chuck up a couple, but eight for sixteen overall as a team is not is is again. You you do the math at the end of the game. You say twenty. You say it don't matter. It does matter. It does matter a lot. And I'm gonna lump those free throws and going eight for sixteen. I'm gonna lump those in with the warmups, the warmups, and the casual nature of the warm-ups last night it was the toughest thing for me to do to think of quality control um i think that was okay the casual nature of the warm-ups it was directly reported to me um but here's the thing i've seen it before so i totally believed it and then you say casual warm-ups are tied with free throws. A lot of times casual warm-ups are tied into missed layups. Um just if he's listening right now, I I'm sure this was a thing of his. I'm sure I wasn't the only team that has ever dealt with this. But I remember one coach Scott Davenport stopping a a a a, a warm up 
And he said something to the effect of, you guys just shot like 11 of 20 in the layup line. And it was like, or it, it, it's, it was a number like that. Look, I guess you can tell I, I wasn't paying attention. But I was getting the point, Coach. He was like, I just counted the last 20 layups, and you're by yourself in this gym in warm-ups, and you guys are finger-rolling all high off the glass, and you're doing it in the floaters and all that. And he's yelling at us, and I. it was a great point. It was a great point. I hadn't counted. I felt like he might have been exaggerating a bit, but – we were missing a lot of layups in the war <clears throat> in the warm-up line. So I felt where he was coming from. And of course, at the time, I'm like, coach, you're overreacting. We're just working on my floater game, Playboy. <laughs> no, no, I didn't say. But you get the point. I, I I didn't understand the value of a serious a really serious warm-up, a, a concentrated warm-up. I mean, you warm up, like, to me, it was like warm-up was motor skills. Warm-up was injury prevention. Get your muscles loosened up. But really, the warm-up is to, it's like to get your laser focus going, you know, your, 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 your fundamentals and laser focus going. So you couple how many layups, how many point-blank layups did we miss how many again eight of 16 free throws a lot of point blank layups where you're not looking for the square or you're caught up in between looking uh, uh throwing it straight into the square or or trying to put it straight into the basket you get lost in between those and before you know it they're not going in then what do you do next naturally you hope you get fouled you you look to the ref you don't get your call from the referee these things begin to snowball. Uh, uh, Notre Dame hits a couple shots. Now you're pressing. I mean, this is a this is a direct chain reaction that you get in the sport of basketball, especially when you're not playing good. Like I said, a uh, 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 a a warm up that needs to have a quality control coach there. It, it you you can't you can't tolerate the jogging uh, or the the I don't even say jogging, the trot, the I'm so cool for school trot. Was that like the oldest reference ever in history? I'm too cool for school. Yeah. It, <clears throat> when you see that, that I'm so cool trot with our, and, and don't get me wrong. Um, Most commentators who have done the Louisville games, and I, I guess this will be kind of, um, this is on the notes. This is kind of a later positive. Um, the commentators have all been very complimentary of the focus during the shoot arounds, the focus work. Um, they they understand the message that Coach Payne is getting across when they see the 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 message not when they see the message not being carried out during the game. They they kind of you know but but again the the level of focus during the practices the energy that you're getting the reports of the energy that you're getting from the practices don't say laziness don't say lethargic don't say not focused but again I've seen the warm ups and and I I think the warm ups 
leave a lot to be desired. And it kind of like, like I said, having somebody report it right back to me, it's they were reporting the same thing I saw or would see with my own two eyes. It's something I I never, but again, you kind of know your team and, and you, you know, if you think your team is suffering from it, you know, you, you, you bark at them. If you think that's not where the root of their problems come from, you kind of let it go. So, um, I think warm-ups lead the free throws, free throws, and layups. I think they all go hand in hand. That you know, make causes the eight for sixteen free throw. That causes the the short bunnies uh, uh, miss the entire game. A lot, lot of easy buckets. Very lot, a lot of easy stuff um, left on the table. Um, get back to another positive that 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 I I can't ignore. And again. If you want to do a game watch with me, if you want to go against some of my positives, um, I can I can show you and back up every one, every bit up. A positive, another positive takeaway. Our on the ball defense, our pressure on the ball handler, on the dribbler, the actual, you know, the actual pressure. When the guy's dribbling the ball, the actual staying in front of a guy. Now, listen, it's impossible to stay all the way in front of guards without fouling. You know, so, you know, if, if, if your brain immediately goes to one or two, Sky Clark gets beat, you know, one or two of, of a, just a, a, the guards getting around our guys, you know, hey, have at it. You know, you, 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 you're never going to run out of those. But the on-ball defeat, especially, especially when you had certain lineups in there, especially um, when Sky Clark had his fresher legs. Now, Sky Clark hits a mark, and you can see it. You, 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 you watch him get over screens, you watch him get over screens, and you can almost to the moment, you can see when Sky Clark lets a guy bump him on the screen and he tries to get the call. Now, the moment, and, and, and granted, it's usually five, six, seven minutes have gone by before you see this. So, Sky Clark chasing guys, you know, running guys off screens real hard, you know, uh, uh, three, three, four minutes. That's tough. That's very, very tough. It's very impressive, and watching him, you know, when he's fresh, fight around those and get through them uh, uh, clean, it's 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 impressive. Um, I, I have, later on in this segment, I'm going to talk about a couple of particular lineups where the defense is actually like awesome. Like I get excited, excited uh, um, when I got certain defensive lineups. But as far as on the ball. Defense, and here's the thing: I have to add one disclaimer. Um, Tyler's a gambler. Tyler, he can stay in front of anybody. Tyler takes stabs at the basketball, which sometimes puts him in a bad position. But he has caused so many turnovers, and he's such a disruptor with his quick hands. Even when you're behind, even when you're in front of Tyler, you have to be mindful of where he, where he's at because he can really. 
uh, uh, distract you. He can really, you know, get deflections, uh, um, get poke poke outs from behind, all that back taps, you know, all that good stuff. So sometimes he ends up behind a guy that's not really, you know, yeah, you can deal with that. But when he's determined to stay in front of a guy, he denied, Tyler denied uh, a lot of basketballs. And denial is like, that takes more energy. Unless you're just Florida State size, you know, 6'8 wing, just just denying on the on the entire wing where you're just way above the man and you're daring people to throw it back door. That's that's a different that's the only easy kind of denial you can play. But Sky, Tyler, Caleb caught my attention. Uh Curtis caught my attention when he was out there. Um those guys really caught my attention uh, when they had their opportunities to, to, to get in full, and I mean full stance. One hand up, one hand kind of on the body. It, it, it was just impressive. You know, like like I said, Notre Dame, they still executed their offense. Listen, we got lost at times. Notre Dame executed on, on pin downs, you know, are are going you know sometimes we went under the screen when we should have went over you know like the execution of of our, our defensive principles weren't there but it takes uh, again the effort the effort first part of me says the on ball defense was acceptable uh, um last night um like i said in general not going to do not going to throw a parade about it just that part of it Again, your switches, you know, hey, your miscommunications, I'm going to argue, I'm going to yell, I'm going to be mad, I'm going to wag my finger. But again, it's my job to say, okay, now that part was better. That part is good. That part is bad. You know, like like we can set, we, I can at least separate because like I said, it's, this is the basketball part. It's not really a, it's not really a narrative part. Um, Not really a narrative part of the, uh, of the segment. So, Sky Clark shooting, definitely on the one, uh, on the positive side. The on-ball defense, definitely, like I said, the ability to stop penetration for the most part and and just work, just good defensive work, um, I I was okay with. Um, The 8 for 16, I think that was a snowball effect. I think think the the lethargic, uh, uh, the lethargic warm-ups, are a factor that lead to missed layups and poor free throw shooting. This is not a team that should be shooting eight for 16. You know, I, like I said, uh, um, and again, there's going to be some unavoidable conversation, which guys are still really locked in, which guys are thinking about, you know, their next move, which guys are letting the distraction of off season, get to them and affect their, the the last uh, uh, part of the season. It's all that good stuff. That's conversation, but that's still conversation that's outside of the sports unless it looks like it's affecting what's going on on the floor. Um, I tell you what, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. I'm gonna open up with probably probably gonna be my biggest negative 
of all the positives and negatives when I come back from break. But before I go to break, let me take a quick second to remind everybody that your home is your fortress and your first line of defense is your roof. So if your roof is under attack by either Mother Nature or Father Time, you should be calling Citadel Roofing and Construction. Citadel Roofing and Construction is locally owned and operated. They'll give you free, they'll provide free inspections, estimates, and of course, they'll work with your insurance. Did I also mention their A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau? Let Citadel Roofing and Construction protect the roof that protects you by calling 502-219-7964 today. Quick commercial break from the unofficial ESPN Louisville 93.9 post show on 93.9 The Bill. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's Middays with Marcus Smith. Actually, I did that again, people. Actually, this is the unofficial ESPN Louisville 93.9 postgame show. Again, props to Bob Valvetto. <laughs> Listen, props to our regular lineup, of course, Paul Rogers. And Mr. Bob Valvano for doing their regular post game, but that's why I have to uh, uh, define it as the unofficial post game show. Again, not many games like this left, so we got to get we get to get through them. We get the privilege of, of of speeding through it. One more before I get into the the negative of all negatives. Let me give one more shout out to one of our day ones, one of the important important members of this program has brought uh, brought you. Um, a good partnership for a long time. Again, follow him on Facebook. Follow him on social media. See the work he puts in. Then make the call if you want to do it that way. Derek A. Stewart, for all your realtor needs, buying, selling, any questions about approval, any questions about rates, anything, anything, Related to your home buying or selling needs, you should call this number. Area code 502-314-9868. That is Derek A. Stewart. And he's 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 a gentleman who has been acknowledged for his skill set in the realtor world. So again, follow him on Facebook, check him out for yourself. Uh, and you can thank me later when you're either in your new home or you've Put your old home on the market and sold, and and now you're happy as all can get out, and you're buying your property out in in the country or whatever you're gonna do with. Like I said, all your buying, home buying and selling needs. Okay, before we went to the break, I gave a bit of a tease. I said this next negative is gonna be the all-encompassing negative uh, for the game last night. I always ask Steve about snapshot moments of the game. Now, my negative snapshot moment of the game last night was the first couple of plays of the second half. About three, three series in a row. When, I mean, 
it's one of those things where you pause the game at halftime and I, I usually go make sure my dishes are done, make sure my bed's made. I make sure all my menial chores are done before I set up to do the night show. Um, yeah, so people should know. Um, I have to clean up everything. I have to get everything organized. It's, everything just has to be, look, whatever food that I'm going to end up snacking on at the end of the night, anything I got to cook, I do all those things during my halftime rush. I usually pause it. When I tell you I unpaused it and watched those series. Now, the first the first uh, possession, I had to rewind it. They got a rebound. Notre Dame got a rebound. And the guy was so alone when he got that rebound. I, I, I had to go back and see, how did he get that rebound? And he kicks it out to a wide open, what is it, Shrew, Shrewberry, right? I, <clears throat> I will say this. At least Brandon wasn't doing the face guarding, uh, uh, boxing out. He just didn't feel the guy. And the guy just did a swim move, got right around Brandon, got the rebound, kicked it out for a three. It's just, it's just, it was like the worst start you could have for a second half, especially when you're down seven. You know, it's you're down seven, you're down eight. You get a missed shot. I mean, the guy's just right there, wide open by himself for the rebound. Kicks it out. And, I mean, to Brandon's credit, he did tap himself on the chest, which is, I guess, whatever. You get the point. It was a, as a, that was a terrible way to start the second half. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll elaborate on the ripple effect from these couple of plays. Very next play on offense, I was yelling right. Okay, Trey, Trey White gets the ball on the sideline in front of the bench and he immediately is standing straight up no i mean just no balance i mean when he got the ball he should have been in in an attacking position um i'm screaming get that guy off of you trey like they don't have to respect your airspace if you stand straight up if you're if you're a a, a statue Nobody has to respect your airspace. This guy gets right up under Trey. Now, eventually Trey drops down and, and kind of gets in. But here's the thing. You you're just you're too late. And I'm I was angry because it was right in front of the bench. You know, and I thought they should be barking at him. But he eventually got down. So I'm thinking maybe they eventually did say something. But that was at this point of the season. Trey White has played two full years against high-level Division I opponents. He should not be in that position standing straight up with that guy under him like that. So, he dribbles, dribbles, he turns his back. You could see this turnover coming 
a mile away. You got like, oh God, I, I, I don't like saying this phrase. I'm, I, I really don't like seeing this phrase or saying this phrase over and over again. Basketball eyeballs knew that this was a disaster on the way. And not not one of those, no, 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 yes. Because those are like, oh my God, what is he going to do now? No, you knew. You could see when he started dribbling the ball, Notre Dame was in a full damn near pack line. And when Trey White did that one-handed pass and that ball gets stolen right at the top. That kid, Shrewberry, who's a freshman, I believe, who's a freshman, I believe, didn't have to do anything to steal that ball. And I'm telling you, I watched Trey White when 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 that ball gets in in transition, when I see Sky Clark get one of those, you know, heavy-handed rebounds, I watched Trey White lower his head and burn rubber to that corner in front of the, the bench. I, I literally see him get on his horse so he can be the first one to that corner when Sky Clark gets the ball. I watched him after he threw the turnover. Because Shrewberry, listen, don't be confused. That kid is not athletic. That kid is not fast. You could have made up some ground. Even if you didn't stop him, you could have made up some ground and disturbed that. You knew right when you passed the ball. You knew right when you passed the ball that that ball was getting stolen. And it was a bounce pass. And it wasn't like that guy was was shot out of a cannon. I did not see Trey White make up one step on that basketball, on that guy dribbling down. And again, he was the one that turned it over. The third play. This is this is extremely frustrating because I've as as complimentary as I've been of Sky Clark overall effort. You know, like I said, good shooting, trying to, trying to do the right thing. I watch him get trapped, not trapped. He 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 kind of gets in traffic. Loses the ball and throws it out. Now, there's a couple of reasons I, I was I was extra frustrated by this play and th- why this play is 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 just an enormous microcosm of so so many of the things that are wrong. I, I watched Trey uh, Sky Clark get that ball. He kind of fumbles it in the middle of the lane. First of all, come to the ball. Y'all see he's in trouble. Nobody's coming to the basketball. Standing there underneath the basket. Trey White still in the corner, just waiting, hoping he gets. <clears throat> in my opinion, Trey White is standing in the corner, hoping the, the ball rotates around and it gets over to him. So nobody's coming to the ball. He tries to force it. He just forces it out to Trey White. The ball is stolen. They're running the other way. Those are those are the three opening possessions of the second half. What do I do with my eyeballs? Who's coming out? 
Now, here's where the, the, the high level frustration kicks in. It's either who's coming out or now I'm playing this game in my head. If that, if that was Curtis, he's coming out. If that was Manny, he's coming out. If that was D'Lo, he's coming out. Again, I make the joke that used to be Tyler. <laughs> Tyler has managed to, to listen. The irony is Tyler is not in the permanent doghouse. He just doesn't play as much. So, which is another part of the conversation, but Manny, Curtis, and they actually give maximum effort on the defensive end. They really take it personal trying to stop their man. They really react angrily when they react angrily when they give up a bucket. Now that that lean, that lean that Manny when he ends up giving up that bucket to the to the guy shooting over his right shoulder, I mean it's obvious that is that's his super doghouse button. But I just watched him get pulled so quick. Listen, and this goes back to, you know, going going back to we can watch the game together and you'll see Curtis Williams Jr. get scored on twice. But if you're watching the game, if you're watching the play, when the shot goes up, you know what you're yelling? Good D, good D, young fella. Pause. You're, you're yelling good defense, Curtis Williams Jr. as that shot goes up. Now, if I if if I play defense, this is this is what I'm talking about with Curtis Williams Jr. If I play defense and a guy gets to the lane and he reverse pivots, reverse pivots, reverse pivots, and then hits a shot, <laughs> charge it to the game. The other one. Guy gets to the lane, damn near falls. They got it rolling now. This is, this is like Curtis may have, may have played six minutes. Everybody else on the Notre Dame team had been pretty much in in some kind of rotation. Watch him get scored on, and I'm telling you, he got scored on twice, and it was over. <laughs> it was over. He didn't see the floor, and I'm just like, Okay, put it this way. It goes against the in, in, in my in just in my psychoanalysis of basketball players. It goes against the confidence building that we're supposed to be seeing. The confidence the 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 confidence building of Sky Trey and Brandon. And I really, I really don't like including Sky in that. Sky is more like it's not his fault that he doesn't get snatched out a lot, right? Like he can't help it. <laughs> but here's the thing: he he doesn't seem to take advantage of it. If that makes sense, like Sky Clark, he doesn't let his foot off the gas because he know because he, he knows he's not coming out the game. Now I will say maybe some of those turnovers that Sky Clark gets. Maybe a little bit of casual 
can be attributed to him not really coming out the game. But um, I, I 100% think the way Trey White and Brandon play is a direct reflection of the uh, of the you know of the the coach is not enforcing urgency again get them next get them next game is different from get them next play and it seems like we're we're uh, uh we we do a lot of next game we're improving for next game but we're not improving that next play we're not correcting the the mistake or maybe it'll work out maybe it won't work out but there's no i i, I just i don't i don't see any when it doesn't work out what happens when it doesn't work out? What happens when you don't finish multiple times? What happens when you don't come to the ball? Um, there was there was a play where Sky threw it ahead to Brandon, and Brandon for some reason he jumped, he jumped early, and the ball. Think about it, the ball went over Brandon's head, but still underneath the basket. The ball can't go over your head and underneath the basket and you not be able to catch that that ball. When you see that basketball and 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 you could okay, there was a stat. We we kind of talked about it earlier. But when you heard that stat, when you heard them say Caleb Caleb Glenn's dunk was the first dunk outside of the Outside of the big three of Sky, Brandon, and Trey, Caleb's second half bucket was the first. Just want to repeat that for effect. And to me, that that is like the that's the indictment. That's the indictment. It it, it it's to the point where this ball's going. I mean, Mike, Mike James gets his touches too, but Mike James is Dwayne Sutton, so he just we we sit him over there. We we, I mean, we I have my criticisms of Mike James on the defensive end. I have my criticisms on Mike James as far as maybe playing too many minutes and all that good stuff, but he's still Mike James. He's done enough to get some you know get some leniency, but. I mean, it feels like this team has been molded. Listen, this is the your this is your identity. Your identity kind of says Trey's gonna shoot, Brandon's gonna shoot, Sky's gonna shoot. It's probably gonna be some one on one situation. Um, I only remember one just okay. The baseline play where Sky has two screens and he runs off a that's a tough play to execute running full speed across the baseline especially when you play 33 30 you know 32 33 minutes a game that's a tough play to execute running the baseline full speed whoo i remember us getting that like that's a called play i remember us getting a three-pointer from sky clark off that one there's another play an out-of-bounds play where Mike James ends up rejecting the screen and getting a layup uh, from a pass Tyler. Outside of that, every other bucket was kind of like you had to go make a play to get the bucket. 
And I think that's incredibly tough on on a, on a college on a college court. You know, like you don't have guys that like just really comfortable or you don't have guys that are big enough to be comfortable just going to get buckets on people. You know, just you know uh, 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 on a regular basis. So, yeah, those first three possessions going into the second half was was very deflating for me. Uh, uh, in particular, especially when I'm looking like, okay, there has to be a substitution. There has to be a timeout. There has to there has to be some kind of injection of urgency to say, hey, you can't start a game giving up that offensive rebound that turns into that three pointer, and then that dribble that that one handed dribble pa- uh, pass out of Trey White that ends up in a layup, and then a turnover right in the middle of the lane, uh, trying to throw the ball out to Trey White. Stop halftime. Stop. We start over. Everybody, look, new new four in. You know, just something. Something has got to give outside of those three possessions. That was, that was, I can't tell you how frustrating that was. Um, Let me get to another uh, uh, bit of positive. Uh, shot selection. Shot selection. Between getting to the basket, trying to get to the basket, it's missed a lot of easy layups. I didn't see a lot of forced, just truly forced shots. Um, Ty Lar, maybe I can do without one of those three pointers. But you, in order to, to make any any uh, defensive guard honest, you have to take one of those a half. I, I know it's 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 non traditional to say you got to shoot that just to shoot that, but just just to be respected as a point guard. And he hits some of them. Um, he does hit some of them. The elbow, the elbow shot. I think we've gotten comfortable feeling like Tyler can hit that uh, or draw foul. So outside of that, a lot of the actual shots were not bad shots. Again, we're grading this on a curve. There is not a lot of um, this is not a college traditional college offense. There's not a lot of pin downs and and curls and flares. So from what you know, from what our offense is designed to do. I didn't think we took a lot of bad shots per se. Um, there, there was another one. There was another one. Mike James. I will say this. He did get on the floor. There was a play. You got to think. Less than uh, probably four minutes to go. 428, I believe. Full speed. Mike James gets on that floor right in front of Notre Dame's bench. I know he left some skin. I know somebody in that front row could smell some of Mike James' burnt skin on that hardwood. <laughs> Singed skin on that hardwood. Because, he listen, when you slide, everybody knows you got a little bit of a sweat barrier. But, boy, the moment that sweat barrier uh, uh, and, and the heat friction – uh, 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 stop! Woo! That skin is getting burnt up real good. So, yeah, Mike James, and then followed up. Sky Clark got right on the floor behind him. So I was, I was proud of. Uh, like I said, that's one of those things. Yeah, you you don't have to throw a parade for him. You don't have to over celebrate. But I did, I did watch him donate a little bit of skin uh, uh, to the floor. It's pretty funny. Um. Listen, again, 
Can't give up career nights. Four games in a row, we look to get torched from the from the three point line. That's a that's a confidence building of other teams. That is us not extending our defense the way we should. Um, that's one of those kind of a, one of the more alarming things that you see. Um, again, I can compliment the on ball defense and say at the same time the 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 place we start picking up our guy is way too late. It's one of those things like even for the last games that I'm going to want to see a direct a direct improvement with the last couple of games with that with the early pickup or we'll just or we'll just be allowing uh, uh, just crazy ridiculous uh, uh, numbers. But people, that's about my five and five. That's gonna do it. Go ahead and play us out. Um, as always, 8150-939 is always the number. 3831-939 is always the text line. That's going to do it for the unofficial ESPN Louisville 93.9 postgame show on 93.9 The Bill.